Welcome to the Powerful Decisions Podcast. I'm your host, Meg Gluckman. I'm a life and business coach who loves helping my clients find ease and confidence around making decisions. Every episode, you'll learn the thought work tools I teach my clients for clear and easy decision making. I'll also share real life examples from my life and from my clients where powerful decisions created more of what we want in our lives. Time to stop sitting in indecision or second guessing our decisions. Let's get to making powerful decisions. Hello, welcome back everyone. I'm so glad to be back recording and sharing with you. Thank you for all the love I received from my first episode. I'm glad that it has been helpful and that people are excited to learn more. Today, I started recording and got quite a ways in and then had to stop. And I'm just starting all over again because we had a fluke hailstorm here. And if you're from the Pacific Northwest, you'll get this analogy. But when I walk outside now, it looks like the ground is just completely covered in slug eggs. <laughs> There's probably a different analogy for different parts of the world of what this size hail looks like. But to me, it's like just a carpet of slug eggs. So to everybody else enjoying that today, <laughs> I hope that uh, image is stuck in your brain now until it melts. So today I wanted to talk about thought work as kind of a foundational topic to help us in all decision-making. I talk about thought work in a lot of my posts and in my newsletter. So if you're following me there, or if you're on my email list, you've probably seen me talk about it, but I don't always specify like what I mean by thought work. So in my mind, thought work is really about stepping back and becoming the watcher of our thoughts. So instead of being in the thoughts and believing that we are the thoughts and that everything we believe is true, thought work to me is about <clears throat> stepping, stepping away and looking at what's going on in our brain as an observer. The way that I describe it to new clients is that I'm going to sit on a couch with them and we're going to look at a TV screen and we're going to pretend that the TV screen is their brain and we're going to watch sentences, you know, lines of words go across this TV screen and those are their thoughts. And we're going to objectively look at these thoughts and decide what their impact on our life is and whether or not they serve us. That's thought work. And the reason we do thought work is to be able to actively take responsibility for what's in our control in our lives. So there's a lot of stuff that's not in our control in our lives. What other people do, what other people say, there's, you know, systems of oppression, racism, patriarchy out there that are 
not really in our control. But what is in our control are our thoughts, our feelings, our actions and behaviors. And thought work is really about like grounding ourselves in what is in our control. And we do that really by differentiating from the, the stew of everything that's floating around our brains. We differentiate individual thoughts and what they are creating for us. Because here's, here's the key. Our thoughts generate our feelings and our feelings drive our actions and our behaviors. And the effect of our actions and behaviors create the results that we have in our lives. So if there are things that we want to change about our lives, we have to start at the thought level, All right? It's, I often refer to it as like the root cause of our issues is always gonna go back to the thought level. And the beautiful thing is with attention, we can control our thoughts. We can manage our mind. Not 100% of the time, maybe not even 90% of the time, right? But the more that we are intentionally cultivating the thoughts that are serving us, the more we're gonna be creating the results that we really want in our lives. And results, I'll, I'll talk much more about results in future episodes, right? But today I really just wanna to get to the level of feelings and how we're feeling, all right? Oftentimes it's really natural for us to blame things that are not in our control for how we're feeling. We blame what somebody else says, what somebody else does for how we're feeling. But in fact, those external things don't have the power to generate our feelings in our body. The only thing that can generate our feelings are our thoughts, right? And the way that I think about thoughts is it's, it's the story that we tell it's our opinion about the facts in our life, okay? Oftentimes I'll call the facts that we're dealing with, the, the situation that we're dealing with in our life, the circumstance of our life, okay? So someone says something to me, um, someone texts something, you know, my daughter rolls her eyes at me, which I'll tell you that story in a minute, um, you know, my son leaves Legos on the floor. Um, someone cuts in front of me in traffic. Someone, um, doesn't show up for a meeting that we had scheduled, right? What other people are doing in our lives, they're part of the circumstance of our life. They're the facts that then we react to, okay? What 
we think about those thoughts, what we think about what other people say and do is what generates how we feel, okay? So let me come back to the eye roll that I pointed out. This is one of the most um, stark examples for me of the power of thought work in, in my life. And it's back to, I think it was summer of 2020, right? So we were all in the midst of lockdowns and just major restrictions from COVID. And I remember getting my kids out the door uh, to get to a park and do some walking on the trails. And I just remember that whole morning, my daughter resisting everything <laughs> that I was proposing. Um, and she's, she was 10 at that time, or I guess she was nine and just like everything was wrong that I was suggesting that I was asking just like everything was wrong. She wanted to fight me at everything. And we, we ended up going for the walk and then we get home and I think I made one more request and I don't remember what it was. And she rolled her eyes at me. All right. Which is a skill this girl has like nobody's business, right? She's a professional eye roller. She rolled her eyes at me and I got so mad. I, I felt like steam was coming out of my ears. Like I, she was still walking in from the car, but I got into the house and I was like slamming doors. I was stomping around. I was just like, I was on fire. I was on fire. I was so angry and upset. And yeah, so I was just like storming around and I finally like <laughs> locked myself in my room, right? Because I was like, okay, this, this person needs a timeout. Something's going on here, right? And I sat down on my bed and I'm like trying to figure out like, why am I so angry? Why am I so angry? Because realistically, she's rolled her eyes at me hundreds of times probably in her life. So that she took that action doesn't like can't be the cause of why I'm feeling so strongly, right? Feeling so angry. And what I realized as I started to unpack it in my brain and kept asking myself, like, why do I feel angry? Right. Was that I was having this specific thought. My thought was if she's acting this way now, I'm not going to survive until she's 18. I'm not going to survive her teenage years. And it was that thought that just had me all fired up. And once I saw that thought, it was like a million pounds lifted off my shoulder, right? And I could feel my body start settling back down because I knew that that thought wasn't helping me. And I, I really honestly knew once I saw it, 
that it wasn't really true. Like I could handle, I could survive however many eye rolls <laughs> she doled out as if it's like a currency, right? Like <laughs> she's got a stockpile of eye rolls. And it really, it really just took some reflection, right? And it took my awareness of knowing, I know it wasn't what she did because there've been other days. I mean, even the day before she might've rolled her eyes at me and I might've had a different thought. Like my thought might've been, yep, she's a tween, right? Or my thought might've been, um, that's annoying, which might've made me feel a little bit annoyed, but not angry. Like I was feeling angry or I might not have really thought about the eye roll on a different day at all, because it just like, I didn't have a thought about it. It wasn't an issue. Right. So I knew on this day that it was never her action that was generating this strong of a feeling that it really had to be something that I was making it mean, right? It was the story that I was telling about that action that was making me feel so angry. So I hope that that example just illustrates this concept, right? That, that we think about three different buckets in our lives. We think about the facts, right? What other people say and do. Um, facts can also be like numbers, right? So like the number in my bank account or the number, the amount of debt that I carry or how much I weigh or what my blood pressure is or my age, like all of those things are facts. And those don't generate our feelings. It's what we make those facts mean at any time. It's the story we tell about them. It's the thoughts we have about them that determine how we feel. All right. And we, and we know that the facts don't generate our feelings because not only could we think differently about those same facts on different days, but different people think differently about those facts on different days and generate different feelings, right? So somebody that's got $10,000 of credit card debt might have a thought about it that this is the worst thing ever. I'm never gonna get out from underneath this debt and feel overwhelmed, feel depressed, feel unempowered. Somebody else might have $10,000 of credit card debt and feel like I'm almost in the clear. I can't believe I got it down this low, right? And they might feel inspired and energized and powerful in their lives, right? So the facts of our life never generate the feelings that we experience. It's always our thoughts about the facts, which is amazing because that's where our leverage lies. That's where our power is. Once we can see the thoughts that we're thinking, like I was finally able to see what I made my daughter's eye roll mean, 
Then we can decide, are those thoughts serving me? Are they creating the feelings that I want in my life? Or do I need a different thought? Not because we always wanna feel good in our lives because that's just not humanly possible, right? As, as humans, we will always have a mix of positive and negative emotions in our life. But what we wanna be aware of is like, is this feeling that I'm feeling right now driving the actions and behaviors that I really want, right? So like in my example, where I was feeling so angry because of what I was making the eye roll mean, my behavior was, was taking me further away from connecting with my daughter. And that was not the result that I wanted, right? The result that I want is actually better connection, better communication with her than than the opposite, right? So I knew that like, even though anger in itself is not a problem, in this instant, it was not serving me. It was not serving what I actually wanted. All right. So my challenge for you or a takeaway, right? Would be when you start feeling a strong emotion, get curious. What am I thinking right now? What is the thought that I'm having, right? Is it, you know, he shouldn't have done that? Is it, I'm always gonna be stuck doing this? Is it, it's unfair that they get that and I don't, right? Like get curious, what is the thought I am having? Imagine putting your brain on a TV screen and being able to see those thoughts like sentences just scrolling along across that TV screen. Pick out which, which one is causing this feeling for me. That's the first step in thought work. And it's super powerful to just slow down and see that thought and see what it's generating for you. Hope that's helpful, y'all. I look forward to talking to you again very soon. Have a great day. Bye. Thanks for listening. I hope you found some good nuggets in today's episode. If you'd like more coaching tools, follow me on Instagram at Meg Gluckman or on Facebook at Meg Gluckman Coaching. You can also DM me from either place to learn more about my one-on-one -on -one private coaching practice. I'd also really appreciate if you would rate and review this podcast so more folks can hear about it. I'll see you on the next episode of Powerful Decisions.